or something like that, you know, like, or just having food thrown at them. I, I don't know, just, you know, that BDSM kind of crazy shit. Having food thrown at them? Is that what you said? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. That well, I mean, you know, it's just all that, like, or being whipped or whatever, like. Well, yeah, whip makes yeah. sense, but I didn't, I didn't know food fight was a thing. Oh yeah. Is, is it that? Uh, is I it mean, that I, it's not. I don't know how you find that kind of porn, but I, I know it's definitely a thing where chicks. I think I've seen it on a training porn once. Yeah, I did. So there used to, there was this like Brazilian chick that was like, I mean, because let's be honest, like hot training chicks haven't really been like we're we're definitely in a new age where there's like a lot of selection. Uh-huh. And a lot of good-looking girls, uh-huh. but like there was just only for a while there was only so many that uh-huh. had like a really good rap. Yeah. And uh, there was this one chick from Brazil, and she it was something with cherries. Like she had these cherries, and she uh-huh. was like crushing it on this guy and like really? smacking him in the face, and it was just like this thing. And I was just like, okay, like I mean, I I watched it a couple times, but I, I just couldn't really. I stopped because I just I just didn't like it. Not that, I, that, not that it turned me off. I'm just like it, it's not getting me going, kind of. Yeah, thing, right? just, I. Uh, yeah. It, it, the whole food thing just makes me think of the the cheese baby, where you throw the slice of cheese on a baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I assume I assume that's what they're doing. They're just whipping slices of cheese at these guys. Maybe a piece of bologna, or you know, squirt some mayonnaise on them, and then you got a sandwich. You know, I'm I'm surprised. <laughs> Nobody's put out a video with like one of those six foot five dominatrix chicks throwing cheese on a dude dressed as a baby. Like, yeah, that's would, true. Yeah, you think somebody would put that? Maybe somebody did put that out, and we just haven't seen it because we don't watch much straight porn. I don't watch any straight porn actually. <laughs> um, the only, I watch, well, huh? I, I, the only stuff that I see really is the stuff on Twitter. Once oh, in a while, yeah. That, yeah. That, that you see on my feed that you don't like. <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, hey, no, man, I, watch... I like big titties. I know you do. Right? I know. I know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm always looking for. When I see anything with a pussy, I go, okay. I go, is it in line with the tits? And I go, that's where this. I'm like, that's where this is coming from. I'm like, it's coming from tits. Of um, course, big, gigantic, beautiful breasts. That is. <laughs> that's all I want out of life right now. <laughs> I'm working six days a week just to get a chance to get at a momentous uh, set of boobs. And it's some big old titties. Um, Love it. What was I going to say? Something about something about uh, porn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the whole I don't watch straight porn. Um, like I said, Natalie's been gone for the week. And uh, I get up and I do the same thing every morning, you know, go through my routine. And I hadn't noticed, and I noticed maybe on Thursday or something like that. So a couple days, I'm being by myself. I grabbed something off of my shelf, and I looked down, and I went, what is that on top of Natalie's workout DVD? And she left one of her fucking porn DVDs sitting right on top of our shelf, right out in the open, and all that (laughs) shit. And I'm like, I'm like, for real? It's, uh, the DVD's called Like Father, Like Son 2. She's into that shit. But, um... Well, I mean, what is it, gay porn or what? No, no, no. It's it's uh, it's it's straight uh, gangbang porn where one guy looks like an older man and the other guy looks like a younger man, and they both tag team this chick. Um, uh huh. But I'm like, why? I had to text her. I'm like, why'd you leave your fucking porn out? Although, strangely mm-hmm. enough, I I haven't put it away or anything like that. But um, but yeah, she's like, she's like, oh no, she's like, it must be one of yours. I said, well, seeing what? as how there's... I'm like, seeing as how there's... Well, she was kidding. Oh. Like, but seeing as how there's pussy in it, I'm like, it's not one of mine. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, a, that's a given right there. Is if it's got pussy, it's not mine. That's right. I ain't fucking with that shit. <laughs> but, uh, I think I bought one straight porn. Oh, like, I've, I've got some. Uh-huh. VHS or DVD, one of the two. I think it's VHS. We'll buy one straight porn VHS. Now, that was just because, you know, internet wasn't really completely caught up in the downloading fast video, so go to a fucking porn store and you're just looking, just buy a fucking VHS. 
Oh, I I definitely have I've I have bought um some porn with pussy in it. Uh, you know, when I turned eighteen, I went to the local video store and uh, I was looking for T girl stuff, but um, they didn't have any, so I just got a bunch of anal porn. Um, and it's all pretty garbagey. Uh, yeah. I I actually might even still have it to be honest, but. Like Father, Like Son 2 is not fine. <laughs> I did not buy that. Um, so. I mean, I, it, it, man, like, that is, like, I know we're not covering the porn industry today, but, man, this industry has so much ground to make up in terms of its amount of diverse content. Like, could you imagine a Like Father, Like Son video? With them both just tag team, team, teaming like the stepmom, the training stepmom, or something like that. Shit would be dope. Oh, for sure. You know what? I actually saw um, T.S. Foxy. Uh, she was in a uh, a T girl stepmom role. I saw the clip. I don't know what company it was from, but That's I saw a, a clip. Trans angels one. Is it? Or, no, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Transsensual. My bad. Is it transsensual? Um, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, if it, I mean, it was, uh, I only saw the clip, so I didn't see mm-hmm. the whole thing, but, uh, I mean, I know it's sort of out there, but yeah, like you said, that's not, we're not going to get into the porn industry today. Um, yeah. what we're going to talk about today, guys, and by the way, welcome to Trans Talk for Men. Question for you guys out there, would you date a trans woman with a bigger cock than you? And the follow-up question to that is, uh, what's up with all these uh, trans girls out there and wanting only men with big old huge dongs? And uh, Chris, I want you to start off on the first question. Would you date a trans woman with a dick bigger than yours? Huh. I I don't know, to be honest. I, I would say on the surface, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But then deep down, I know what having a bigger dick means. And I mean, just for guys, having a big dick kind of makes you an asshole. Makes you super, makes you really overconfident. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is, our, the size of our penises is tied to our confidence level for a lot of men out there. And I, I really just don't know how that plays when it comes to transgendered women. So it's just like, yo, if that doesn't change your attitude or anything like that, if everything goes to the same and it's just the size of your penis that's different, then I, obviously, yeah, that doesn't fuck with me at all. But, you know, it, it turns her into an asshole like I was telling you before, you know, where the guy's fucking his chick and he's not getting it done. And it's just like, come on, do it better. Like, I could fuck oh, better yeah. than that. Like, you know, it's just one of those like, uh, I, I guess if the girl was cool, yeah. But I mean, if it did turn her into a bit of an asshole, then I, I'm not with that shit, dude. Mm. I hear you. I hear you there. Um, makes total sense with me. Uh, let's so, so in my experience, I've actually never dated or been with a trans girl with a larger penis than me, and that is not that is not a brag about my size. Uh, oh, we could talk about that in a minute, but um, it's just coincidental. Uh, however, I think I would be fine with it. I, I agree with you in the sense that, like, if it turned a person into a dick, uh, that's no fun, but... You know, that that to me hopefully doesn't have anything to do with penis size. Rather, I just don't want a person who's just shitty all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's if, a, if I dated a trans girl and uh, she had a bigger cock than me, uh, that, I think that's kind of kinky. Um, it's, it's sort of like a... I, I don't know. It's like a slightly different dynamic. I'm not saying that I'm submissive because I'm definitely not, although I, I am versatile um it's i i I don't know something about something about that is is kind of kinky to me um so i think i would be okay with it um you know what it'd be like hilarious the only thing i would use it for is to be honest is if i if i really just wanted to piss my if i was mad at my mom and you know we were fucking arguing about her or whatever else and it's like I don't know. I, I think I would just bring it up just to like stun her and her 
super Christian sensibilities. What do you mean bring it up? Like, say that my girlfriend has a huge cock? It's like, yeah, she's hot. She has a bigger dick than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, it, it just, I think, I, that would think I would use it. I think that would be pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. I think, like, I would want to hear the audio or see the video reaction of your mom if you <laughs> if you said that for sure. Um, By the way, I have I have the same mentality as uh, if you guys don't know this uh, radio show called The Breakfast Club, top urban morning radio show in the nation. There's a host on there called Charlemagne the God. I'm I'm a hundred percent on this train where I don't lie on my penis ever. Like I am average as fuck. Like. I ain't never gonna be out there saying my shit's super large or nothing like that. I'm just regular. Yeah. So, you ain't never yeah. gonna catch Chris lying on his penis. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, to uh, to jump on that as well, I uh, I also have a very average, unremarkable penis in every regard. Um, it I mean, there's is. There's a reason why they call it average because that's the median, you know. Yeah, that's that's for <laughs> sure. It is it is definitely your generic brand penis. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was born, I went to the penis store and I went, "Give me your middle of the road." Um, <laughs> I don't want to spend too much. I don't want to spend too little. Just give me the average. Um, but uh, hey, yeah, so my sorry, doc quick is also question. Go In for addition it. to this, I'm sorry, I'm just going to branch off to different topics here. But uh, if you won like the lottery. Yeah. Like, let's say you just came in at like six hundred million dollars. Yeah. You were like a super rich guy at this point. Okay. Would you ever spend money on a penis enlargement surgery? No. Okay. No, because uh, they don't really work. Um, from what mm. I can tell, there's really no evidence that they are uh, that they're really any success in them, or that they'll work, or even. There's a chance that your dick just might cease function mm-hmm. um, at this point in time. So, no, I, I wouldn't. Um, and and that's fine. I You know, I am I, – I, I do lack some confidence in my life just with my own personal being. You know, I, I struggle with anxiety and depression and all sorts of mental whatever. And so sometimes it, it affects my self-esteem. So do I wish my cock was bigger? Sure. I wish I would be slinging around a big old dick and I could walk around with some confidence, but you know, that might not even change anything. So I think that's all in my head. Mm. Um, and my girlfriend tells me that my dick is fine. My past girlfriends have told me that my dick is fine. And I mean, they, they might say fine if you ask them, but when I'm fucking them, they'll say that it's much better than fine. And that's really the important part is, can I make my girl come or give her pleasure? And the answer is yes, um, every time. So I'm trying to learn to be more comfortable with, uh, with my penis sizes. You know, I imagine many of you guys out there also have those similar feelings where it's just like, shit, you know, I wish, I wish things were different. And I hear you. But they're not, and what you got to do is you got to work with what you got, and you got to learn how to please your girl, um, because there's multiple ways to do it. There, there is just there is no one road to success. Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a tangent. Um, but I wanna I wanna get to the second question that I posed, which is what's up with all these trans girls and claiming they only want dudes with like 14 inches of dong. Um, I mean, of course, that's a bit of a hy- uh, hyperbole, but you know, uh, Chris, you you Man. pointed you pointed me to this. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, on Twitter, which yeah. is uh, a lot of these girls on Twitter are talking about. Oh, where are all my where are all my big cocked men out there? Where are these guys with big cocks and stuff like that? And um, by and large, uh, they're not out there. Like. Yeah, there are some, but they don't seem to know how a bell curve works and how standard deviation works. So, um, and I would also say they're dealing with a limited market. They don't yeah, get well, the that's full what I mean, sample yeah. size of all males mm-hmm. on top of that. Um, but it, look, man, I'm not mad at I, I, I want to be salty, but I have no logical reason to be salty only because and and these girls spend like thousands of dollars to get themselves looking that good. Like the girls that are saying this shit that we are talking about, like, and I could just say the name right out. Like the first person that I saw saying this was, uh, uh, 
porn star or cam girl now. She's not. She doesn't really do professional porn like that anymore. Um, was Kelly Pierce, and she was like, she just outright said, "I will never date a guy with a smaller penis than me." And then, like, I just saw a few other adult film stars just kind of jump on the bandwagon. They're like, "Oh yeah, absolutely!" Like, I would never. And I'm just like, "Okay, I feel you on that." I mean, Kelly Pierce doesn't have anything magnificent, so it's really not much of a struggle to overcome that one. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, I, it I can't be 100% mad at a lot of these top tier porn star chicks that look fucking gorgeous because they spent, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds. I don't know how much a lot of these surgeries cost, but you know, to get breast implants, get their face changed up, hips, ass, you know, all the laser surgery they get or laser procedures they get for the hair, like, I mean, they, they they put a lot of money into themselves, man. So I, I can't 100% be mad at those chicks. But I will look I will look at a, a let's just call it a, a, a level one, a beginner, transgender girl. I will look at that motherfucker funny as hell if they came out like that. Because I'm like, you really? Like, you don't even, like, do you know how you look? Like, you shouldn't be demanding this these higher standards right now. Like, I just don't. I'm not with it, with it, depending on how they look, you know, so. Yeah, I'm actually going to take a slightly different stance, which is I'm going to be salty regardless of how they look. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to be salty about it is I think it sets a bad precedent. I think it, um, I think it perpetuates bad stereotypes, and I think it perpetuates the problem of if you don't have a big cock, you're not shit, which... Uh, which I think is, is generally speaking, unfair. Um, I mean, if you're looking, if the only thing in life is the uh, la 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 la, um, if the only thing you want out of life is to shove the biggest thing you possibly can up your ass, like Natalie Mars, by the way, who is just fantastic at that. Um, <laughs> if that's the only thing that you want, there are toys of all shapes and sizes, so you actually don't need a guy with a colossal fucking dick. I mean, what they're saying is like, yeah, I think what they're saying is like, I want a real man and stuff like that. And I think that's just unfair. Um, and I think that's overly judgmental because, I mean, how many of those guys are then going to look at that person and say, yeah, well, I want a real girl. And it's like, let's, let's not start. I say let's not start that, that uh, situation. And let's not perpetuate that situation. So I am a little salty about these girls going, I want a big cock, and they're all size queens and whatever. Like, to say I want a big cock in my fantasies, in my mind, in my porn and stuff like that, that's one thing. But to say, like, the only thing I'm looking for is a big cock and a partner, to me, that's just like, I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. Um, hey man, you know people have deal breakers. That's it's for them. For these girls, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, no, I mean I, mean, I hear that. I got I my deal that. breakers, man. I mean, <laughs> I, know. I I hear that. I I do. I'm just. I think it's. I think it's an unfortunate deal breaker. Um, mm -hmm. Only all. because there's like like we were talking about before. There's not much to be done about it. Like if my deal breaker, there's was nothing to be done. Chicks about it. with small boobs, and, and if if you don't have this cup size, you can't be with me. Well, you can go out and buy some boobs, and boom, you're in. Like yeah, well, it's it's also like <laughs> I don't want to date fat guys. It's like well, I can work out, you know. Well, yeah, you we can, can change we can, that. We can change that, but there's things that are that are part of us that we can't change. You know, I mean, I might as well just say I'm not dating people with brown eyes. Um, which of course would be bad because my girlfriend has brown eyes, but, um, <laughs> it's like, that doesn't, to me, it doesn't, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm salty about it. I'm so salty. Hey, um, you ain't the only one out there. I'm, <laughs> I mean, there was other guys out there responding to her tweets, uh -huh. just upset. And she was like, well, what's wrong with my preferences to be my preferences? And I'm like, Hey, I mean, I guess in that respect, your preference is your preference. The only time I throw the whole preferences bullshit argument out the windows when they, you know, talk about their racial preferences. But um, I mean, I don't know. They they really, I don't know. She she I, got I really think, defensive about it when dudes start challenging. Challenge yeah, well, her I think it. I think that preference thing is bullshit. I think it's a bullshit argument. I think it's mm. uh, 
That's my preference. And it's like, yes, I cannot change your preference to be certain, but your preference, you know, and that doesn't I, make I it right. I, yeah. Know? I don't know. Like, I, I, you know, I think I can't. they use that argument as like, well, it's my preference. And that means my, what I'm saying can never be wrong. And it's like, right. That's and I don't, not a hundred percent true. Yeah. And I just, I, and that's such a, that's such a slippery slope because of course, trans girls are my preference. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, like yours are big tits or your preference and stuff like that. But there is a difference between I prefer this and I will accept this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't sound like a preference to me. It sounds like uh, this has to be this way or or yeah. it's just not fucking working. Yeah, the that, point... I mean, that's just bad. Like, if you if you did date a girl for, like, a good month. And uh-huh. you were really liking her, you were really feeling her, and you kind of felt some chemistry, and then uh-huh. all of a sudden she gets into your pants, and then it's over. Like that—that that would be that. I'm not gonna lie, that would hurt. It would. It would absolutely would hurt. hurt. But also, you don't want a shitty person like that anyway. So true. Um, maybe you dodged a bullet, uh, guys. I would love to hear you guys chime in out there. Um, what do you What do you think about that? What do you think about all these trans girls out there that? Only want men with huge cocks. And, of course, I say all these trans girls. And, of course, that is such a misstatement because we don't know if it's all trans girls. You know, most of them are probably cool as shit. We're just talking about these ones that are really vocal about it. But uh, elitist ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, definitely hit us up at uh, TransTalkForMen at gmail.com or TransTalkForMen Twitter. um, And let us know how you think about that. And now I want to get on to the news real quick before we move on, which is... uh, the big news of recent is the country of Brunei, somewhere in the Middle East. I'm geography is not my <laughs> is not my uh, strong point. Um, has apparently legalized public stoning for any acts of homosexuality. Um, so I assume that includes trans women and lesbian women, but it's probably more likely targeted towards gay men. Um, most likely. But, uh, yeah, public stoning. So nothing like returning back to, you know, what, 1500, um, where we just throw big fucking rocks at people. Uh, you got to love the ass backwardsness of, of, this, uh, of this news, of this decree, of this new law. And uh, from what Chris was telling me, it's, uh, it's part of their implementation of Sharia law over there, although... Uh, I do not want to get into the whole Muslim Islamic thing. I think most Muslim people are fine. I just think that Brunei is wrong um, on this on this uh, on this thing. I, I don't think you should throw fucking rocks at people until they're goddamn dead. I think that's wrong. I think it's weird, and I think it is a backlash to any progress that is being made worldwide. As as a world, we are pushing forward in being more equal and more progressive and more accepting. And when that happens, people dig in and they fight back and they fight back in fucking horrible ways like this bullshit. Um, Chris, anything to add to that? Um, I do think it's interesting that they um, also, I mean, the, the things they added to the list of punishable by death by stoning uh, uh, offenses is adultery as well. So I think that's really interesting. Like you cheat on your wife, but I'm sure in this country, it's more for the women that cheat on their husbands uh, to get stoned to death. But it's just, uh, I mean, you know, for as much as progress that a lot of the world is making, you know, there's a lot of, there's probably just as big of a piece of the world that doesn't want any progress. And, you know, they hold tight to, their religion, whether it's, you know, the Muslim faith or, uh, you know, the Christian faith or whatever other, whatever else there is, like whatever rules that your religion sets, like they just don't want to move away from that and they don't want to progress to something, you know, different. So, you know, I mean, you got a lot of African nations that, you know, have probably similar, uh, uh, punishments because they're, they were converted to Christianity and they're like super hardcore Christian and they don't accept any, you know, level of homosexuality or adultery or any of that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's, it's, it's really sad to see 
especially when you see countries revert because this is new for this country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with all the money, like, this is a very rich nation. Like, they're yeah. super, it's an oil-rich country. That's what I was going to say, Lots oil Lots of rich. money. Yeah. Tons of money here, and it's just like, with all the money and wealth that you have, you're still clinging to, you know, your old ways and your old traditions, and you're not willing to move, step into the future with, you know, a lot of, a lot of other nations, a lot of the other powers of the world. Hatred dies hard, and, you know, you, you kind of said it where... Uh, we actually, you and I, we live in a country where we're having a lot of pushback against progression, um, where people are saying, no, it was better in the old ways, and this is how we've always done it, and that's bullshit. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I read something the other day. It said, tradition is peer pressure from dead people. So, Mm. um, so yeah, Brunei, uh, get your fucking shit together. That's what I have to say. And stop stoning people for being people. That's bullshit. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Insane. Yep. So, uh, so I'm gonna take a real fucking hard turn here. Get away from Brunei stoning people, and we're gonna talk about uh, today's main show topic, which is and warning out there for the language here, but uh, tranny chasers. Um, yeah, the warning is for the word tranny. I know some of you might get upset. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the term. What does it mean? Uh, can you avoid the label? Uh, how many people do you have to sleep with to be labeled such a thing? And, uh, how are trans women going to find love if they're going to label people as tranny chasers? So I'm going to get us started with the definition of, as far as I know, what is a tranny chaser? A tranny chaser is a man who wants to only have sex with trans women um does not want to date them does not want to be seen in public with them but does want to have sex with them now according to my girlfriend a lot of these guys actually want to be fucked by the trans girls so they want to bottom for the trans girls however i am certain there are plenty of guys that want to fuck these trans girls and suck their dicks and get a face load to come and then that's fucking it they say, I'll see you later. We're never talking. We're never seen again. If we are, it's going to be real uh, secretive. We're not going to tell anybody about it. You are essentially my side person. Uh, I'm going to go back to my wife, kids, girlfriend, uh, dating cisgendered women. As far as I know, that is what uh, the term tranny chaser means. Um, but okay. there is there is a little bit of a problem with that and this is why we're talking about it which is everyone seems to get labeled that is anyone who's trans attracted like chris or i seems to be labeled tranny chaser right off the bat um it it takes no time at all yeah it was me snapping my fingers i realized that (laughs) it's audio and i'm like what the hell am i doing you guys can't see me um but uh Everyone seems to get labeled that right off the bat. I've been called a tranny chaser, and I've only actually dated two trans women, and I've been dating my current girl for over six years now, and people still have called me a tranny chaser just because I'm trans attracted. Um, and I think that's a problem. So, Chris, any thoughts about about the term and about how it's a problem? Wow. You know, I mean, just listening to your definition really... I just, I, I guess, give me an epiphany. I guess. I mean, it, guys are being labeled tranny chasers for doing like the exact same shit that like cisgendered women have happened to them all the time. And mm. it's just the culture we live in. Like, we're in a hookup culture. To ever, you know, there's hundreds of millions of people on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of other, plenty of fish. Like. These are all hookup apps. I mean, even, you know, on the gay side, there's Grinder. you know, people, you're, you're, you're going around, you're having sex with people and, you know, you're doing it with no attachment. Like that has been the way of the urban single adult for a few decades now. But, you know, I, I guess there's no way to do that with just transgendered women without being called the tranny chaser. I just, uh, it's, it's, it is really mind boggling because this is, this is not abnormal behavior that we're exhibiting. This is just 
The only difference is that we're just doing it with transgender women. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think it's the targeting of the transgender women. And I don't mean targeting in a bad way. I mean just saying that, like, I want to sleep with transgender women. It's, uh, they, I think they feel it is a discriminatory act in the sense that, like, yeah, you're hot enough to make my dick hard and you're hot enough for me to have sex with, but I don't want the social stigma of being seen with you. I think that's where a lot of that comes from. I think if the social stigma were to go away... Or mm -hmm. if the person were just fucking open about it and we're just saying, like, yes, I have sex with trans people. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of that would go away. I think it's the stigma of hiding the fact that you want to have sex with trans people. I think it makes the trans women in the trans community feel lesser than mm -hmm. um, as opposed to equal to. And I think that's why – I think that's uh, where I, the term came from originally. I just think it's being misused these days. But I, I really think a lot of the, the stigma around that term, to be honest, I think a lot of it comes from the trans community itself. Like, and, I, and I'm just laying out an example here, you know, guys that like big chicks, you know, you've heard the term chubby chaser, but that just only means he likes girls that are big. That's it. But when you say tranny chaser, brings on a whole other a list of assumptions that this guy is devious he's how to manipulate manipulate you get over on you like this mm. this 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 tranny chaser term and the way that i've heard trans women talk about it is used to to, to really make you out to be a bad character oh it's a it's a way to blacklist a person for sure yeah um, but i mean community. that's not so when you're a, a chaser of anything else Mm -hmm. which is weird like and that doesn't come from us that comes from transgender women assigning this negative stick you know this negative image along with the term yeah yeah well it, it definitely it definitely does i don't think i don't really think there are any guys out there that are calling themselves tranny chasers um because it has such a negative connotation and you're right there are chubby chasers out there um that's the only one i know of that uses chaser but true um, but we know, you know, there's uh, white guys who only date black chicks. Yes, or, there are. You know, or, or black guys who only date white girls, but that's just a regular black dude because, <laughs> I mean, there's so many of them that do it. So, I mean, I, whatever. That's just a black guy. <laughs> yeah, we um, That's shit, what we call Sorry. that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, or, or you know what, I even to reverse it, you know, you see the white girls that only date black men. Yeah. Um, Oh gosh, I avoid most of those chicks, man. Boy, they I avoid are, most of those. They are chicks. something. I remember seeing them in school, and I'm like, "Wow, you are all of a certain ilk, aren't you?" Um, yeah. I'm like, they, they over they overact their whatever they think is black or ghetto ness or whatever whatever no. the label is for whatever the hell they're trying to do. They all look the same too. They overdo it. Oh, and they all have the same haircut. That's what they I mean. Got, they, like, like the short they, haircut. They all so, look like, the same. I mean, black guys know when a girl got that kind of haircut, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, she, she, she'll give it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was probably beneficial to you guys for at least a little while. But um, you see those girls and you can just see him. He, hell, even I can see him from a fucking mile away. And I'm white as shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm like sitting there at the airport and there's someone like three terminals over. And I'm like, well, that's a chick that only dates black guys. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, not the point. Um, yeah, sorry guys, we just we go that's fine. They're, the guys are fine <laughs> with those tangents. I'm certain they know exactly who we're talking about. Um, so, is there any way to avoid this label? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that's what's on the table right now. Like, is there? Well, yes and no. Um, so, I think I think the trick is is that you're going to get labeled this by a person eventually regardless now it's a matter of does the label stick or not um somebody, depends on the person's social network right somebody's going to be scorned by you or is going to see that you prefer their friend over them and they're probably going to slap this label on you uh and and that could be a problem but you could also just ignore it and move on from it or try to prove it wrong so where this label is going to get slapped on you and I think is going to hurt the most is if you are in, as Chris said, the hookup culture. If you're doing this only for hooking up and having sex. If you're bouncing around from girl to girl to girl, 
the label's going to spread pretty quick. And I think that's because of the small trans community and the fact that they are somewhat tight-knit. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of trans girls know other trans girls. I mean, I've been told many a time by my girlfriend about how one of her exes then ended up with one of her friends and how that ex who went ended up with one of her friends ended up with one of her friend's friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it goes down the chain pretty so you're quick. saying I have hope you're saying I got a chance then <laughs> yeah okay, that, well. that's what I'm saying yeah. all right I'm, I'm going back to the well all right Nat um, you, you hear this uh I, I'm ready for my next one you're ready for your next one <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> we'll we'll uh we'll we'll take a look at the catalog see who we got um <laughs> but uh yeah um what was I saying so yeah it goes down the chain if you're just if you're doing the hookup culture if you're just sleeping around People are going to find out. They're going to know that you've been with this person, with that person, that every night you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're going to do that, like Chris said, hookup culture is part of society, part of who we are as people. We have sex as just fucking beings. We yeah. have sex. We want to have sex. We want to experience. I mean, that's the main reason most people go out to clubs and bars and that's why every, all these night spots are packed on Friday and Saturdays. People, yeah. I mean, all the guys, all guys that are single, they go out, they're hoping to catch. Right. They, they want to take a chick home. If, if, if guys could fix it so that they could take a chick home every single night, that's exactly what would be happening. Yeah. And what I was going to say is I think a way to avoid that label of being a tranny chaser is to be authentic in what you're doing. Be mm. real about the fact that this is a hookup. I'm not going to treat you poorly. I'm not going to abuse you or whatever, but we're also not going to date in the sense that not that I don't think you're hot enough just because I'm not in the dating mood. I'm, I'm just looking for sex. Um, you got to be real and you got to say that, yes, I have sex with trans people. If you start being shady about shit, if you start saying, no, no, I would never do that or I'd never have sex with a trans woman or that kind of thing, but then you go have sex with a trans woman you're going to get labeled real quick, and that label, I think, is going to stick. I think it comes from being... I think the remedy for it is to be authentic. I think the other way to avoid the label when in the trans community is actually looking to date people. So this is the opposite of that hookup culture. Um, I don't expect people to find their match on the first try or even the first 10 tries. But you have to be authentic about dating and being seen in public. And I think that's another way of avoiding this label. I think it's just about um, seeing trans women as women, as equals, as human beings, and being genuine about your interest. I think if you're shady, you get slapped with this label. That's my, that's my read on it. I think, there's, I think the game is rigged and there's nothing you can do to avoid it. Well, like I said, you're gonna look, you're gonna they get set labeled. the rules, man. Yeah. And, and whether, well, yeah, like you said, you're gonna get labeled with it no matter what. So if you, I'm I'm a single guy out here. I'm dating women. You know, I if I if I go on you know a good four or five dates with you, and you know after fourth or fifth one, I figure out okay, well this one isn't the one for me. You know, I'm moving on to the next girl. So, mm-hmm. you know, if inside of one year I end up dating let's say five or six or more different girls, you know, just going out on dates. Like it's a, it's trial and error for the most part. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, but you're going to get that label because the community is so small, you know, somebody's going to get upset, all that jazz. Like even without the hookup culture, if you're just genuinely trying to find love out here, I mean, there, I don't think there's any way to do it without getting slapped with that label. If you're dating from the same, like, I guess dating pool, community pool, whatever. Like, if you're just dating where you live, instead of you know reaching the other metro areas. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're right, and like I said, yeah. Well, you know, to to one more time reiterate it, and what you said too is you're going to get slapped with it. Um, somebody will give you the label, but that actually brings me to my next question, which is, um, how do trans women expect to find someone to be with? if they want to use this label so quickly and if this label is so negative and if it gets around um 
so fast. I mean, how do you expect to be with a person if your immediate assumption is this person is a tranny chaser, this person is not is not there for me? And before I kick it over to Chris, I do want to say that I actually understand why they would use this label. And the reason is, is because it can be a dangerous situation for a trans girl out there. Um, you know, they're more likely to be subjected to violence and uh, even murder than most cisgendered women. So it, it can be a protective thing to say that, oh, stay away from this person. You're a tranny chaser. You're not coming anywhere near me. But I think we have to use this label a little more sparingly, a little more um, conservatively on people that might actually be a danger as opposed to people who are actually interested in a relationship or even friendly, consensual sex. Uh, Chris, you got any thoughts about how will trans women find love? Um, I mean, to be honest, I, I think if a woman is attracted to a man, you know, she's going to throw caution to the wind and, and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so if one if some girl said something bad about this guy, but then you know she starts talking to him and she ends up liking him, I think things will move forward anyways. To be honest, like I think I, I'm not a hundred percent sure this will stop them from finding love. It may stop certain men from finding love, mm-hmm. but I think at the end of the day they'll still find somebody. I I I, I mean. They, they got options, man. That's, you know, at the end of the day, they got options. And I don't really think this label from somebody in the community is going to really stop anything. Yeah, so is in that regard, do you think the label is uh, is even a problem? Or do you think or do you think it's really not a big deal? Or do you think it's going to be do you think the label makes... isn't a problem for them when they don't want when they when they don't want it to be a problem? Right. So okay. Um, they could pick and choose. Like, okay, well, this time I'm gonna just ignore this warning from a person that I I barely like or don't even 100 percent trust, and I think this girl might be a hater anyways. Like, I'm just gonna talk to this guy anyways. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I I I see that as a likely scenario that'll play out. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously I've had success in dating and, you know, I, like I said, I've been with my girl for a long time and, uh, we really care about each other, which is good. But, you know, when I was in the dating pool, it was not an easy thing for me to approach a trans girl and say, look, I am attracted to you and I like that you're trans. Um, saying that would immediately get me slapped with the label of tranny chaser or they would stop talking to me. Mm -hmm. And, that was unfortunate because I'm not trying to be disingenuous. I'm not trying to treat a person as a thing or whatever. I'm just trying to tell them, this is what I am attracted to. This is how my brain functions, and this is whom I find attractive. Um, that's crazy, and, man. You were just being honest, and honesty fucked you over. Right, and that's like, the that's thing. That's ridiculous. And that's the thing is I hear some girls say, no, I don't want men who want me because I'm trans. I want men who don't know that I'm trans who then want me. And I mean, shit, that's like they're Prince Charming. Like, good luck. But in, in the community, that's <laughs> actually called playing with fire. Um, uh, and the reason it's called playing with fire is because there's a chance you're going to end up getting real fucking burned. And mm-hmm. that's how a lot of girls get beat. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend actually knows a girl who does this on a regular basis who says, if you're interested in me because I'm trans, we're not talking. I want... I, I only want you if you if you don't know I'm trans and you're interested in me. And, of course, she gets those guys by being really uh, promiscuous with them and really flirty with them. And she's actually been beat by guys twice now. Mm. Um, and it's really dangerous. And what I'm saying is that I don't think I don't think that honesty should be a roadblock. I. I get that you want to be seen as a t- as a full, complete woman. I don't view trans women as anything other than women. I view them better than cisgendered women. I think mm-hmm. they are the hottest fucking things on the planet. They are every desire that I've ever had. Um, and I don't think it should be a roadblock. And I think that's unfortunate that this becomes a roadblock for a lot of people. It gets in the way of a lot of things. Um, um, so do you think it's possible that these women 
view uh what what do you call it trans attracted males as like not really men like less are, are they viewed as lesser like that are I they don't... just like do they see them as like oh yeah that's just a gay guy like yeah i don't know that... and I, I mean obviously we're gonna you know reapproach this topic in later shows so maybe you know whenever yeah. we have uh you know nat or we, we get another trans you know female on you know maybe they can shed some light on this for us but for sure it, it seems like that's what's happening here is that they don't view these guys as legitimate straight males yeah see i don't know if that's true or not um because i have talked to trans women and they say that no gay guys don't want anything to do with us but i'm uh, talking about this specific girl that likes to play with fire oh yeah so well yeah okay yeah the, the specific yeah. girl in this case uh she and, says and girls like her you know yeah well okay so this actually interestingly enough the spe- the specific girl in this case she has said um that if you want to give her a blowjob or play with her penis it's because you're gay mm. so that's um, interesting yeah so she she has said that um of course you know that would then imp- that's see that to me that if you say if you want to play with my penis you're gay to me all that says is you're saying that you yourself are a man mm-hmm. um, well maybe she views herself that way until she gets her SRS that could be but I, I don't know I mean I don't even know if she's going to get SRS and I don't even mm. know if she's going to survive that long because she keeps making really bad decisions but yeah, um, yeah so she, she has said that she has so there are some girls out there that say nope if you like me because I'm trans because I have a penis it's because you're gay um, I mean there are lots of trans chicks out I mean I've actually I mean I've read about trans women who don't like who don't like guys touching them down there like they yeah. don't want it to be used at all like they they you know it doesn't make them feel like a woman for a guy to mess around with their penis oh yeah there's some there's some severe gender so, dysphoria girls out there for sure um just, so that, you know, that 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 makes sense um it's a you know it's such a such a complicated topic because there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of different ins and outs, a lot of different views on this thing, a lot of different opinions and why it gets used and how it gets used and when it gets used and all that stuff. And it, True. there's a lot of different angles to look at that. You know, I honestly don't think you and I could even possibly cover. Nah, um, nah. And we're not here for that anyway. So yeah, we, we, we are not. How do, how, so. do, how do guys, uh, how can guys be as successful as possible in the dating pool in terms of trans women? Apps of fucking you know, We're trying to hook you guys up out there, you know? Yeah, trying to help <laughs> you guys and, you know, give you something interesting to listen to about questions you might have or thoughts that you might have had. Sure. So I want to bring us up to the next point, which is how many chicks you got to fuck in order to be labeled a tranny chaser? And I'm going to give my quick answer real quick and then kick it over to Chris, which is mm-hmm. one. The answer mm. is one. You choose mm. one chick and boom. You could be labeled. Why did I keep snapping my fucking fingers? I gotta stop. I gotta stop doing that shit. I might leave this in just because I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but uh, I think I think it can be. I think one is all it can take. I think in order to really get that label to stick, I think you're gonna have to go upwards of like five, and I mean five in a real short span of time. So I'm talking like five in like two months. So. Chris, you got any, you got any um, thoughts about that? To be honest, I don't think you have to fuck anybody to get labeled a chaser. Oh, that's... I think, I think you have to... All you have to do is attempt to, you know, come at a transgender chick, try and spit some game at her, and, I mean, you may just be dis- disregarded out of hand as, oh, he's just a chaser. And, you know, now you're trying to talk to some other chick. Oh, yeah, don't talk to him. He's just a chaser. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's uh, it's completely possible. You don't even have to date anybody. You don't have to fuck anybody. I think it's just a, a very easy and dangerous label to, uh, you know, that, that guys get slapped with. But, you know, when, for example, me and you, which, mm-hmm. you know, we're we, we going to go out and we're going to go hit up a strip club and whatnot. And, you know, let, let's say I'm trying to talk to one of the girls in there. You know, every girl that every girl that sees a guy come into a place that is known for being frequented by transgender women is instantly they all know he's a chaser they're like oh yeah he's a chaser like whatever he's he's only here for us like yeah he's only i I guess 
I, I guess that also mean uh, this might also mean that you know once women know a guy is only attracted to transgender women that he's just automatically labeled and disregarded as a chaser and that's kind of weird that somebody who wants you is a bad thing or like negative yeah well that's right? see that's yeah that's that's where the a lot of the problems i think with the term comes from which is the people that want you the most are the people that you are pushing away um so they weird. want they want what they can't have is now, that sort of deal. i have to share from my experience please you know when i see girls on dating apps they say hey i I only date black men. I love black guys or whatever else. You know, white chicks that are like all about black guys, and they just spit it out there. You know, on a, on a, on their dating profile. I'm not gonna lie. I do that. That does make me a little suspicious, just a little bit. Like I have to inquire and see. Okay, because in my mind, when they say I'm, I want, I love black guys. You know, I have no idea what their concept of a black guy is. So I have to investigate and see, okay, are you looking for thugs or do you think all black guys are thugs? Is that what you mean? Like, are you looking for just a regular dude that just happens to be black? Like, I have to just do a little investigating to make sure that they're actually regular human beings that yeah. just are attracted to males of African descent. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm just saying, like, if when I hear that and I hear people that say they only like black guys, like, that does kind of raise a small flag. I'm not going to say it's completely red, but, you know, it definitely requires a little bit more investigating, but it doesn't take much to for them to, you know, be cleared of any suspicion, so to speak. Like, yeah, well, actually, a little bit of talking, you know? Yeah, I actually want to jump in on that real quick, which mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, when you said uh, the women that say, I only want to date black guys, and you said, what are they looking for? Do they think black guys are all thugs and whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, and this is a total side note and a tangent, um, do you think, are they more often looking for the gangster type black guys? Or are they looking for someone like Idris Elba? Um, you know, the mm. really suave black guys. What do you think? Um, uh, to be honest, I think a lot of them are looking for those the type black guys like they mm -hmm. need a little they need dudes with a little bit of gangster in them and mm -hmm. uh i mean maybe some people that's not really it like i dated a girl a white chick in atlanta and she only messes with black guys mm -hmm. but um uh, but i mean but she definitely was not into the whole thug routine or anything like that she was a super nice girl highly educated mm -hmm. very nice young lady but mm -hmm. you know more times than not they're looking for a stereotype and not what's actually real. Right. So that may also play into some of this uh, training chaser labeling stuff too, because you know, they're most guys don't have experience with transgender women in person. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a very elusive culture. So like fellas out there, I know like a lot of y'all probably haven't gone out on dates with transgender women, have only seen them from a distance in a club happened to go to a club where there was only one in the whole freaking building like the club that i work at you know this place packs in easily two thousand people and we were sold out last night and there was only one transgender chick in the whole place i was just like one out of two thousand like yeah. not great odds so yeah and well you hit on a point too <laughs> which is 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 the label for tranny chaser does it come from guys who are looking for a stereotype as opposed to a real person are they looking for the porn star or the stripper mm. the person who is going to have on makeup a hundred percent of the time like a lot of these guys don't think past the point where yeah maybe your girl puts on makeup when she goes out and whatever but she's going to probably wake up without makeup on Mm -hmm. And maybe that's one of these things that these girls are wary about, that they say, look, just because I don't have, you know, different, you know, seven different stage lights on me and lighting effects and camera angles and all, it doesn't mean that I'm not human. And so it's it's that, that perversion of, of porn, of, of it gives one view as opposed to the actuality of what it means to be with a trans woman. Um, and I think that can be problematic. I think a lot of the label comes from, comes from that. Like I said, 
like I said a little while ago, is I think I think the label comes from a defensive point. I think it's been mm. perverted out of that defensive point mm-hmm. to become derogatory. But I think it originally came from a place where girls could signal to other girls, watch out for this person. They're not genuine. They're going to hurt you mentally or physically or just make you feel bad about yourself. Um, so I think it comes from a defensive point. I think it's perverted out to a um, non-defensive point into a derogatory term that needs adjusting. Yeah. And that, oh, sorry, another quick side note here. Please. Fellas, if you're looking into dating transgender women, definitely think about her hair. <laughs> and I know this sounds weird, but I don't like I don't like wigs. You know, a lot of transgender, not a lot, but some transgendered women out there wear wigs. That's kind of one of the things that throws me off about Natalie Mars. Like I'm like, I, I just it, it messes with me because I'm like, dude, she's like got a shaved bald head under there. Probably it looks, I, I can't. So um, yeah, I mean, and that's just a, a, a reality of the situation in the pool and all that stuff. So some, that's something else to consider and think about and, you know, figure out if that's something that you're okay with, not okay with, whatever. For me, at this point, it's a deal breaker, man. I, I can't I can't do the wigs. The last transgender chick that I dated, and, you know, I, I slept with her once or twice. You know, it's just I, I couldn't get used to a shaved, bald head on my shoulder. So yeah. It really just, I couldn't, man. Quick question. Yeah. Does Natalie Mars have a bald head? Probably. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> under that wig, but. Is it a wig? I mean, yeah. Bruh. You don't wear bangs like that if you ain't got a, if, 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 that's a wig. It's a wig. Just you look at the roots, bruh. It's, it's there. You can't see them because it's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times when you see it, when you see chicks, and I'm, that's another thing that kind of helped me as a black man because you know a lot of black women wear wigs so i, I could i could spot them easily but usually the tell sign telltale sign is that you know at the top of their head where all their hair comes together or the center or whatever if you can't see any part of the scalp or you can't see where it's coming from it's a wig mm. and i mean i know like you know i mean she may not be completely bald under there but she may have you know receding hairline and she's using like a partial wig or something to you know, because those bangs are not like because she likes bangs. It's because it looks nice and it, you know, covers up her forehead, forehead, oh, whatever. The more you know, there's something new yeah, that so, I, I mean, didn't even think about. Yeah, she's not the only one out there that uses a wig like that to cover up her, you know, receding hairline, which, mm. you know, something else that you got to consider as well. Yeah, well, that's, um, yeah, you make a good point, which is, guys, you have to know. You have to know these things when you're getting into it. You know, where yeah. do you stand? And that I think that's a part of being genuine and a part of being honest, which is where do you stand on these sort of things? Where where do mm-hmm. you lie? Where does your attraction lie? What are you willing to give up and what are, aren't you willing to give up? And honestly, that ties into the opening topic, which was, you know, the, the girls with a preference for huge cock, mm, which yeah. is like why that's such a sticky slope of like, uh, where do we draw the line of is this acceptable or is this not like get over it or don't get over it because who the fuck knows I think is the is the uh, is a point on that uh, of preference of just be real I think is my advice is be honest be real be who you are um, don't try to fucking fake it uh, because that's not going to do you any fucking favors and don't make any compromises either, guys, because it's it's not going to work out in the end if you, if you just compromise, you know. Like, yeah, it's, it's nice true. to have a get get in with a trans chick, but you know, if you get in with one, you're like, oh, I'm not 100 percent attracted. Like she doesn't, she's she's okay, but not doesn't really do it for me. Like it's gonna crumble. It's not gonna work out. Just like figure out what what are your deal breakers are right off the bat. You know what you like, what you don't like, and I mean a lot of stuff carries over from all the kinds of women you've dated throughout your life, you know? Do you yep. like women with natural hair? Or do you like, are you okay with women that wear wigs? Yep. I'm okay with women putting in tracks from time to time, you know? A lot of women put in tracks to fill out their hair. Um, but if you don't know what a track is, it's like a 
<laughs> yeah, it's pretty much pieces of hair that makes their hair longer and all that stuff. And some of the trans models are good at putting them in, and some aren't. I can, it's <laughs> I'm just saying I've seen where it's like, oh, so that's where your real hair ends, and that's okay. That's so, where the that's where the fake shit begins. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, you you know you 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 really nailed it on the head, Chris. Is is you have to you have to find a person that you're compatible with. You know, like with my first girlfriend, she was attractive, she was pretty, but I didn't get along with her. Um, and there was a lot of things that didn't work out, and that ended, uh, I think, poorly. But it's because I tried to make too many compromises in what I wanted in a person. And it didn't work out in the end. Um, it wasn't a physical thing for me so much as it was a mental thing for me. But um, that happens, guys. And I think Chris is right. Know what you're know what you're going in for. Know what you're looking for. And like I said, you gotta be you gotta be genuine. And you're gonna get labeled a tranny chaser. That's going to happen. But continuing to be genuine and continuing to be real, I think will will erase that label from from you uh Mm -hmm. it might not erase that label for some girls and if that's the case you don't want them anyway don't go after a person who is going to label you a tranny chaser and who doesn't want anything to do with you there's a reason they don't want anything to do with you give up on them you know don't don't keep going after that person find somebody else find somebody who is going to be okay with with you liking trans women there are women out there both myself and chris have had experiences with trans women and they are out there um and i don't i don't i think they're yeah, there's more plenty th- of them out there looking for good men too yeah i think they're the majority i think i think the vocal ones are the minority mm-hmm. and i think the good ones are the majority and they're quieter so keep looking don't get down just because some chick said oh you're a tranny chaser um, now, if you've fucked twenty girls and they're all and they all know each other and they all say you're tranny chasers, maybe find a different stomping ground because you've yeah. kind of de- you kind of depleted that one. Just entering man whore territory, less, less yeah. tranny chaser man territory. You're just, I mean, you're fucking around. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. So be but smart about it, guys. Yeah, if you're looking for actual, if you're looking for actual relationships. Uh, be real, be honest. And even if you're looking for hookups, be honest about you're looking for hookups. And, uh, you know, I think we've said it before and we're going to say it again. And we're probably going to say it again and again, which is treat your girls with respect, treat them the way they deserve to be treated. And, uh, and the payoff will be definitely fucking worth it. That's for sure. Because as Chris can attest to, there ain't no hole like the booty hole. (laughs) if it's done right you know yeah i mean you know out there in the world there's good pussy there's bad pussy you know yeah it's all bad i think that's i'm pretty sure it's called pussy um pretty sure that's that's what i've started doing i don't know if you noticed maybe i haven't said it to you yet but uh, i've started i've started texting away from uh you know the the phrase like oh that sucks ass and i'm like hold on and i'm like i like ass and so I start saying, <laughs> so I've, I've been saying that sucks vagina. Um, oh. Because <laughs> I'm like, I like ass and dick. So I can't say it sucks dick. Or I, I also say, oh, man, this is balls. And I'm like, wait a minute. I like balls. Like, I like a good fucking pair of balls. Um, like a real good sack and real good balls. So fucking hot. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, why am I using that derogatorily? 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 Anyway, anyway, why am I making that a derogative term? Um, and so I've started texting. I go, this is vagina. Um, so uh, I've started doing that. I don't know if I texted you that, Chris, but you no. and I talk more than we text. So. True that. True that. <laughs> um, but I have texted I have texted my other friend that, and I do text that to Nat sometimes too, where she's like, how's work? And I'm like, vagina. And she's like, that bad, huh? And I'm like, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, you know what's weird is I've only recently started to really pay attention to, like, the balls on a chick. 
Oh, so good. Like, I mean, they've always been there, but, like, I've only recently started to really admire a really good set on a chick. Balls are so good. So, I mean, it's... it's, And, and I've been watching transgender porn for, gosh, for a while. Let's just say for a while, because I'm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old. Yeah, well, you're really not, but... Um... Older than me, sure, but not old by any means. No, um, no. Yeah, no, when, like, you got those twerk videos and whatever, mm, mm. The, when those balls are bouncing, so, yeah, mm, absolutely. so, so primo. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Not to mention, balls really fill out that bulge, and God, yeah. fucking bulges are so yeah. fucking hot, dude. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Ball, so, balls, guys balls let us know if you <laughs> let it actually you know what i want to i want to put this out there to you guys i want to hear you you well, what 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 are you after you're after tits you after ass you like balls you like the cock i mean obviously you like the whole thing we all know that but like where do you stand on the balls argument like good good fucking pair of balls you don't really care you know you're even fine if they've gotten their balls removed which i have seen um which oh, actually yeah. kind of creeps me out a little bit, but um, I actually want to. I want to hear from you guys out there. Let us know uh, where you stand on the balls debate. <laughs> I don't Shizzle. have any. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything <laughs> well, else. Yeah, other you than know that. me. I'm a, I'm a boobs guy. So yeah, I know you're a boobs guy. <laughs> uh, but you just did say that you have noticed the balls, so you're coming around. Um, once yeah. again, the church of the back door. But um, <laughs> uh, LLC Incorporated. That, that's right. Um, Great trans woman in the sky be praised. Uh, <laughs> and with that, guys, I think we're gonna end. We're gonna end this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, please reach out to us at transdoctormen at gmail.com or transdoctormen on Twitter. Uh, until next time, I've been Eric, Chris, and we'll talk to you later, guys. It is.